The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shy and Mighty with me, Nadia Finer. And today my lovely, lovely guest is Ken Solomon and she's here to talk to us about her journey from shy to mighty. So Kens, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here. We've been kind of in each other's orbit online, I think, for a number of years. But now we finally get to have an actual conversation. It's brilliant. Yeah, I've been following you for ages and I'm so impressed you've seem to have gone from strength to strength and have become pretty much a massive influencer these days. So super impressed and I'm really honoured to have you on the show. You know, I would never have guessed that you were shy, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So do you want to just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your work? Hi, Nadia. Thank you so much for having me here. Anytime. (laughs) Well, my name is Ken Solomon. I am still a little bit shy. I'm a 33-year-old mom from Egypt. And I started my first online business locally in my country in 2011. And then I decided after a very long time of being shy to take my business worldwide in 2015. I started creating online courses on Udemy and I kept creating more and more online courses. And I went from zero to 10,000 students within my first 18 months of business. And right now I teach over 44 online courses to over 30,000 entrepreneurs from 170 countries around the world. Oh my God, my head is literally exploding. (laughs) The sheer size of your empire. That's unbelievable. It's so amazing. I can't believe it till now. And um, you said that you are still a little bit shy, but it's interesting how you've managed to go so big in the online world. Do you think it's been easier for you to achieve big success online as opposed to kind of face to face? It's true. Actually, it's true. It was easier for me to build an online business other than in the real world where I have to actually deal with a lot of people. That's that's not my yeah. biggest strength, but online it's different. Yeah, I, I think I find it easier to connect with people online as well. Something is still authentic. It's still real connections, but somehow it's less awkward. I don't know what you think, <laughs> but, you know, you don't have the whole kind of eye contact thing. And it just seems easier to pop someone a quick message, doesn't it? Than like meeting a stranger in real life. That's true. And it's also easier to know in advance if this person is someone who is similar to you, who have similar dreams or ambitions, or maybe sharing the same kinds of thoughts through what you see on their profiles on social media. And it's completely easier than approaching a complete stranger in real life and trying to talk to them or start a conversation with them. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think the other thing is that we tend to congregate in groups or tribes online. So you feel a little bit more comfortable, don't you? Because you know that the people are already, yeah, like you say, a bit like you, you've got stuff in common, they might be in the same 
kind of community as you already so that's almost like an icebreaker in itself it feels easier somehow doesn't it exactly and so in terms of your shyness have you always been shy or is it something that maybe developed as you grew up well it developed it actually I started realizing that I was shy in high school Uh, Mm -hmm. Before that, I was like a normal outgoing child. I liked going out, meeting new people, making friends at the park. But in high school, I gradually realized that I am shy and there are specific things that if I'm asked to do, I just can't. It's completely out of my zone. I can't do it. Yeah, I know how that feels. Do you think there was something that caused your shyness? Or, you know, sometimes we're not sure. It's just part of who we are. Um, sometimes there's maybe something that happened or a series of events maybe that led up to it. In your case, what would you say caused you to be shy? Well, I'd say it's a mix of both because I had some problems in high school because of my weight. And mm-hmm. I had people like judge me in a not a really nice way. So I did have a very positive self-image and I still do. But For some reason, I just decided that the less I interact with people who might judge me based on my look or my weight or my comment on my weight, the better. So I decided to, you know, gradually, um, I don't want to say escape, but avoid um, avoid these types of, of people. I know what you mean and I totally understand. Um, I feel like sometimes shyness is linked to self-consciousness and like you said, a fear of being judged. So for me, with my voice, I that's what kind of caused me to be shy, I think, because I always used to think people were going to laugh at me because I sound a bit funny, but then I wouldn't speak up. So I think sometimes it can be, it's often the case that shyness does stem from something about ourselves that we feel uncomfortable with um, or other people are mean about it and then we hide away. It's hardly surprising really because why would you want to be seen or put yourself out there for other people to kind of knock you down? It's not nice, right? (laughs) Completely true. Yeah. So how have you developed, would you say, as you've become a grown up? (laughs) Is it still something that you feel shy about, something that you feel awkward about or have you pushed past? Well, to be completely honest, it comes and goes. <laughs> so sometimes mm. I have I have everything under control. I feel that everything is fine. Nothing is going to bother me. And I can push myself a little bit out of my comfort zone and try things that I know I'm too shy to do. But some other times it's like, no, I'm not doing that today. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to be kind to ourselves, don't we? You can't It's about pushing yourself a little bit when you're in the mood and not kind of forcing yourself into the kind of the danger zone. Um, You wouldn't want to exist at that high level of stress all the time. So I think you've got the approach right there where you're seeing how you feel and then pushing yourself a little, little by little. So how have you dealt with, for example, being photographed or being on video as part of your work? This took a lot of work and I'm still somewhat camera shy. At the beginning, I was microphone shy and camera shy. The mic- <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> the microphone shyness started when I was in high school because 
my main language is Arabic. So in my school, it was very rare to find someone who speaks English, good English in high school. I had a teacher ask me to sing in English in the school radio. To me, that was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And she kind of <laughs> forced me somehow. So I did it. But when I first, like the first few seconds, I had a very shaky voice and I was so scared. And then I decided, you know, like, close your eyes and you're going to do it once. Since then, it actually helped me overcome my microphone shyness. I became kind of addicted to speaking in the microphone. Really? Yes. I, I, I enjoyed it just, just a little bit after that shakiness that happened. It's like, it's happening anyway, so I might as well enjoy it. I love, I love that. So you embraced the fear and you did it anyway. And it's a bit of a rush, isn't it? A buzz when you do something a little bit scary. But I guess safe at the same time you know nothing terrible would have happened had you not done it but you you made yourself do it I think that's brilliant and how do you feel about the teacher (laughs) should we say encouraging you to do it (laughs) rather than forcing you (laughs) maybe maybe back then I I felt like it was more, more of a forcing than than encouraging and challenging but the more you get you grow up the more you know what people actually saw in you that you didn't see in yourself oh that's lovely isn't it yeah what you just said there the idea that people see things in you that you don't quite see yourself let's just take a moment to take that in ah yeah because I think often we don't see these things in ourselves and then we've got people around us who are we may feel like they're forcing us to do things or pushing us too far but it's because they believe in us true and they see they see something there that we maybe haven't seen yet now let's talk about school because I'm really interested in what schools can do better to support shy people I feel like there seems to often be one size fits all like one idea of of a successful student um and I guess this feeds into the workplace as well. One idea of success, and that's someone who raises their profile, someone who speaks up in meetings, who perhaps dominates others, is fairly bossy, <laughs> unsure <laughs> of themselves. But when you're shy, um, it's quite difficult to live up to that. It feels really alien. And maybe if you're trying to be like that, you're not being authentic to yourself. What do you think we could do better to support shy people like us in education? What do you think would have helped you? Yeah, to give them their space. Like Mm. if they say that they're shy to do a specific thing, they shouldn't be defined by their inability to do certain things. Just because they're shy to do something doesn't mean they don't do anything. There must be other things that they can offer that they can do better. And if it needs like specific preparation or something like that, it should be provided by the school or the teacher because we get a lot of emotional support from our teachers, especially when we look up to them, we want to be like them. So if my teacher has given me like more time to prepare or maybe if she told me like you can go to a separate room where no one sees you if this helps or anything like that this could have helped more you know what I mean yeah I definitely know what you mean I I always felt like there was no option that wasn't um something that people seem to understand it felt like if you were from a different kind of group of people or you had a different challenge 
it was maybe handled or there was provision for it. But if this was your challenge or the thing that you were not struggling with, but just the way you are, I didn't think in my experience that it was something that was necessarily understood (laughs) (laughs) and it made things tricky. So yeah, I would love to think that maybe somewhere there's some teachers listening to this or head teachers curriculum designers who maybe um could take some of this stuff on board now with your online courses that's a whole different ball game isn't it because someone who is shy learning online is actually a really comfortable thing to do isn't it it is yeah do you think you attract kind of introverted and shy and quiet people because of the format of um, the online programs do you think it suits them better yes it does and because the only way to contact the instructor is only through text messaging it actually is more comfortable for shy people and for introverted people to study online and take online courses instead of like one-to-one coaching or attending live workshops or masterminds or retreats. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, In the, the research I've been doing, I feel like that's certainly something that's way more comfortable for people. I want to encourage people to show up and to be visible, maybe to be on video but the idea of being in a group session with lots of other people on video feels like maybe a step too far for a lot of people it's scary (laughs) yeah and also the idea that you know you that everyone would be so shy no one would come (laughs) um so Ken's do you think there was a moment in your life where you decided to be shy and mighty did you suddenly make a decision right I'm gonna do this no more holding myself back and did you decide to be brave yes the moment I signed up to become a Udemy instructor so I was shy because English is not my main language I might have grammar mistakes or spelling mistakes or things like that that people I thought that people would laugh at no one would actually want to learn something from a complete stranger This is how I saw myself. Mm. And when I realized that in the terms of being a Udemy instructor, I don't have to be on camera to create the course. And I can use just slides and my voice. I decided that I will do this. I will help people. I will teach people. And I will be doing this without having to be on camera, which is a plus. And if they decide to not want to learn from me just because I have some grammar mistakes or speaking mistakes or things like that, well, (laughs) you got to do what you got to do. It's okay. I'm not going to be able to please everyone, but I have to do this. It's like my calling, you know? Oh, that's brilliant. It's so true that when you have a bigger purpose and you feel like you're helping people, somehow you're able to put these things to one side. But hearing you talk like this, you sound so confident and and filled with determination and you have this a real kind of positive attitude where you're saying, you know, if they don't like me, I don't care. They can go <laughs> they can study with somebody else. I have so to admit you. though. It wasn't that confident when I started. Like, I was very, very scared. But I, I said, like, you know what? If, if you get good results, fine. If you don't and people start ignoring you and all the bad scenarios that I imagined in my head happen, 
I will just go back to where I came from and disappear from the online world and try to find anything else to do other than doing this. So it was really scary at the beginning. But once I started to see people leaving reviews on my first course and telling me their feedback and telling me that they enjoyed it, like gradually I started building up more confidence. Yeah, so it's been a kind of, um, it's been a gradual process. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you you embrace something new, but it was it was low risk in a way, wasn't it? Because if it didn't work, you could just walk away and try something else. So it was never going to be a complete disaster where you lost everything and people were going to judge you. That was never going to happen. If it didn't work, oh, well, you tried and then you go off and do something else. So it's quite a safe place to experiment, I guess. And then, you know, if it grows, which it did, um you're able to to go from strength to strength I just think it's brilliant I'm so inspired and impressed and I love the fact that we've kind of been in the same world for for a number of years and I've been able to see you to see you going massive it's brilliant have you got any advice that you would give your younger shy self if you could have a word with yourself your shy self at school maybe what would you say to her Well, I would say that being shy is okay, because back then I used to blame myself sometimes for being too shy to do something or to accept something or to talk to someone or to take some sort of action, especially social situations like, oh my God, (laughs) they were so hard. I would advise my younger self to yeah, try to accept that being shy is okay and it doesn't make me less of a person. And I can still do things and be things. I can be whatever I want while still being shy. I don't have to change that or work around that to to be successful in life or to feel good about myself. Brilliant. And I think that would have been awesome to hear when you were younger. You'd have been like, yes, go me. I'm going to (laughs) be. Do you think then there's any kind of positives to being shy? I'm really interested in this idea that it's not a problem or something to be fixed it's perhaps something that we can embrace and then there's an upside to it do you think that that's the case and if so um what would you say the positives are I absolutely think so and the biggest positive is that you get to listen more and you get Mm. to observe more Like one of the best things that I like about being shy is that I can stay quiet for as long as I want to and observe the trends in the market of my business or observe the behaviors of the people I follow or my competition or the people who are working on a similar project to the project I'm working on. It's a good way to listen and to see how people are reacting to different things. Yeah, I think that's really true. And and, uh, quite a few people say that about listening. And I think it's definitely a skill that not everyone has. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that we we are quite good at it. How do you deal with the noisy world? So... I often feel like there's a lot of people around us who are are full of themselves, who are kind of overly confident and perhaps they don't back up their confidence. This is a bit harsh. They don't back up their confidence with talent necessarily. Um, But nonetheless, they're really confident, they're loud, they're out there, they're, you know, talking all the time. 
how do you deal with that it particularly as a business owner um do you find it off-putting or intimidating how do you cope with it I don't find it intimidating, but I do find it somewhat off-putting. Like if I have a choice, and I think I always have a choice, to not deal with those people, I would do it every single time, no doubt. It's a really good thing that you work for yourself. Entrepreneurship is great in this specific area, that you get to choose who do you like to work with. You get to choose who do you like to have a conversation with. And these types of people are simply not my people. So if I if I have to work with, with any one of them, I would think twice, three times, ten times, and probably I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We can choose, can't we? I think, yeah, sometimes we can feel perturbed when we see all of this stuff going on around us. But, yeah, recognizing that you don't have to deal with them, close, unfollowing people, um, not getting involved or drawn into certain conversations, mm-hmm. I think that's going to make us happier in the long run. Do you have any other sort of, I would say, strategies or tactics or methods that you use to um, to be shy and mighty, things that help you succeed as a shy person that you'd like to share with us? Mm, the first thing is accepting that I am shy. It helped so much. It sounds simple, but it really, really helped. And to try to... Because we are entrepreneurs, we get to design our business. So when I'm trying to follow a new strategy, I would first test it. If it's going to fit who I am right now, or do I have to change something in order to follow it? You know what I mean? So even even in my most stressful moments, when I have, for example, a personal branding photo shoot, which is in four years, I had only two of those. And they Mm -hmm. weren't that professional as well. I had my sister take my photos because I couldn't just hire a photographer because I felt too shy to do that. I felt like my sister knows me. She's going to show my personality well and so on. So even in the hardest moments, I I see if this decision is worth taking, that it won't force me to be someone else or to hide my shyness. I try to avoid the things that don't match who I am. I think that's brilliant advice. Um, It's funny because for a long time, I didn't even really understand that I was shy. It was just, oh, I'm a certain way. But now I understand what's going on. I've given myself, like you said, I've given myself permission to run my business in a way that actually works for me. Instead of feeling, we can feel kind of forced into doing things that don't feel comfortable or natural or like us. And then you don't want to do them. (laughs) So then you don't, you know, maybe if you hate doing videos, for example, you procrastinate and avoid doing it. So then you don't get the consistency that you would desire because you're avoiding doing it. Whereas there might be something else that you feel more comfortable doing, like podcasting, which seems to be, for me, it just feels way easier. (laughs) (laughs) Like a one-to-one conversation with a friend and it's much more comfortable you don't have to worry about how you look you just you know you just talk it's much more comfortable so yeah giving ourselves permission to do the things that work for us I think is I would say enlightening and uh, it just very freeing isn't it once you you feel much freer because you can do exactly what works for you 
Oh, I feel relaxed just thinking about that. So thank you, Ken. That's brilliant advice. And it's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on Shine Mighty. And I'm sure lots of people are going to draw a lot of inspiration from you. So if somebody wants to find out more about you or check out one of your courses, where should they go? Everything is listed on my website, bykensoliman.com. Perfect. So I strongly suggest you go and check out Ken's website and see what she's been up to. And what have you got planned? What's next from you, Ken's? What can we look out for? I'm currently working on a course creator's mastermind. It's called Effortless Courses. And the main reason I want to do this is to help people who want to create online courses but have no idea where to start or feel too shy and need some hand-holding through the entire process. I created this with them in mind. Brilliant. Sounds great. And I love the fact that you've got shy people in mind for that. So <laughs> thank you. On behalf of all of us shy and mighty people, oh, we, we're grateful. <laughs> and thanks for coming on the show. Um, yeah, let's definitely stay in touch. And um, yeah, you've been awesome. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Nadia. And thanks for inspiring all of us. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.